Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello and welcome to Happy Foot, Sad Foot, El Trafico Edition. I'm your host, Darren Miller. Joined with me is Vince LaRosa and Travis Helwig and special guest, Andrew Ford. That was that was a real pleasant match to watch, guys. For maybe not all of it, but wow, it's real nice to get a win. This team refusing to let us give up on them. This is this is going to be a party. We've already got lots going on in the chat, uh, a lot going on in the Patreon live chat during the match. That was really fun. Any first impressions? To have? Where, how do you guys want to start this thing off? There's a lot to talk about. Vince, why did we win? We're used, to, we're used to losing games, and I'm curious, why did we win this one? Because they scored goals. Like Whoa. The smartest man on I the had, podcast. I had the same answer as Vince. <laughs> yeah. They scored goals. They did. They they took advantage. What was funny was until the third goal, the, the obvious giveaway, like the Galaxy literally were trying to hand them as many chances to score. Like the, the two goals that they had before, they, they actually were well worked, which is nice. It's good to see that LAFC can actually like put an attack together and look really competent in doing it. But I was a little worried when I was like, wait, how many more t- mistakes are they going to make? And we're not going to capitalize. And then it was 2-2. And then finally, 3-2 takes care of it. Another mistake, I would say, not not really a huge mistake, but like they've kind of just tried to force it in there. And then Chiellini clears it out. And then they go down and make it 4-2. But yeah, it was like it was like all the things you wanted in, in this match from LAFC. Obviously, there was still the howler of the second goal. But, Oof. you know, in my notes, when it was 3-2, I wrote like, how do they finish this out? And that's all that mattered. I think in this game, you knew the Galaxy were going to push. They were going to push extra hard because of who it's against. So the fact that it's back and forth, take what you want from it. I, I don't really care all that much as long as you win the game uh, in this sort of circumstance. Yeah. I mean, it. I will say the vibe in the stadium was incredible. 32-52 TIFO was great. You have to say it off the bat. Giving everyone pieces of cardboard. Maybe not the smartest idea that stadium has ever had. (laughs) But, I mean, like, aside from maybe, like, 20 minutes at the beginning of the second half, 
I felt good about the way we were playing. We looked fun. We looked creative. We looked like we wanted it. And I just want to say, Kike Oliveira is ready to start for this team. He looked fucking great. I don't know if people were saying anything different on TV, but in the stadium, he was like, he seemed like a smarter Apoku out there. He seemed like a slightly more tactical, slightly more talented Ordaz out there. And when he was gone, while we did still score two more, it felt a little bit less exciting up front than when we had Kike. So that's my first happy foot is Kike starting. Andrew, um, did you enjoy your time at El Trafico? I had an incredible time. Um, It felt like, did it seem this way on TV? Like the first goal that Galaxy scored, LAFC didn't realize the game had started again. <laughs> kind of. It just felt like <laughs> everyone in the stadium was still celebrating. We were and like, still saying the name yes, Belonga. And it, they scored oh. and everyone like could not believe it. But my favorite part was absolutely the paper airplanes because <laughs> people were throwing them. And then at one point... They put up a sign that said, throwing them will get you arrested. And then way more people started throwing them. <laughs> so I really like that. Um, Classic. It's but, the Streisand effect. Yes. But LAFC looked, I thought they looked good. Like their offense looked really good. Their attack looked good. All their chances, I was like, this is the best I've seen them attack in any game I've been to in person. Now, normally we wouldn't let a guest on this quickly, but we fucked over LAFC Luke. Last time I was at a game, he waited for a long time. We didn't put him on. I'd like to bring him on right away. Because Let's do it. It's been a long time. Hi. Hello. I am no boy. Good. Hi. Am I breaking up? A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. How was the 3252? I was, I was, I sit on the other side. I was oh, screaming I my head off, especially at Penso. <laughs> I think he may be the worst referee in, in MLS. Was it as bad on TV as it felt in the stadium? The number yes. of, of calls? Yes. It was bad. It was he very bad. Terrible. Yeah, and the, and the second the second Galaxy goal came after they got a corner kick that was right in front of us that was clearly should have been a goal kick. Should have yeah. been our goal kick. He, they called a corner and it was like I'm I'm over this. And then 5 seconds later they scored. Did the Galaxy um, get a whatever. single yellow that game? They got yes. Two I think. Two. Qu- Quavos and we got, got one. What? That's why 11? he had to come out. We like had 11? 5. 5. Yeah, so which 11, basically. Yeah, which is a lot. <laughs> but that's, I mean, Penso, I mean, he could be the worst. It's hard to tell with these guys. They're literally, like, all the same. Just, like, same guy, rinse and repeat, and they all make the same bad mistakes in terms of, like, this one's a yellow, that one's not. It's the same thing, but I don't want to give it. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I want to give it a yellow again. I'm just surprised that no one ended up being red carded. I will say, Cheeky, calm down. Like, yeah, seriously, yeah, just relax really... a little bit. <laughs> he was really close to getting a second yellow and probably should have deserved one. Luke, any happy or sad foots in case we lose you? Yes. So my happy foot is Galaxy passing it back to Buanga for yeah. our third goal. That's my happy foot. And my sad foot is all of those paper airplanes that people were throwing onto the freaking field. <laughs> I got to say, someone has already said that. Half of those landed on people's heads. I did come. One came within inches of my head. I will say that. Too close to 9-11, guys. We can't be doing stuff like that. It was was embarrassing. I think my, my, whatever your neutral foot is, I didn't know whether to be, think this was funny or stupid, was the Galaxy fans letting off their smoke bomb after we scored a goal or something. Like the stadium filled with smoke after we scored a goal. I was like, all right, you idiots. That's weird. It also looked like I, don't right. know they, they, I have they, no signal. Apparently, it's working. No. You're still good. 
the when the their fireworks were going off, it looked as if they were hiding it behind a seat. Like it looked dangerous what they were doing. There was a lot of actual fire. All right, Luke, we're losing you a little bit, but thanks so much for always calling. We love you. Please call. Please come back every game. <laughs> now it's a commitment. Yeah, sorry, my signal sucks. Bye. We love you. All right, LFC Luke. So uh, I've got a lot in the happy foot column that we can it. get into. Let's do it. I also had, I mean, I also wanted to shout out 3252. They do not miss. This was beautiful. Not only the FIFA, but the, I mean, they brought it as expected. M- most consistent player on the team. Yeah. I agree. Oliveira, like he was looking fast. He was looking fresh. He was pickpocketing left and right. The, I mean, I think the, to me, the big happy foot story is Buwanga was passed first. It was like an apology game until it was a redemption game. <laughs> I tweeted. Was it, was, like, it was like I'm gonna. I am going to get an assist. He it's wanted an assist so bad, and then he ended up scoring a brace. <laughs> but he was also uh, the other thing I noticed was he was playing a little more defensively minded than he normally does. He was pickpocketing people too. He was playing the kind of game that had him in rhythm for that last goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I, it felt like he was playing a certain way that made that instinct. And I, I just, I it was exactly the game we needed from him. And he completely delivered when that was a question mark. So that was my big happy foot. And then Keelini, that that last it wasn't that last the Bowanga the last Bowanga goal, but the last goal Keelini that setup was beautiful. The pass from Gonzalez was timed perfectly. He waited just to the right moment. And then Tillman, I could have thrown it all the way, and he de- and he and he delivered. It was all like, okay, reason to screw this up, but you could screw this. Like everyone was on point. It was just yeah. a really nice team call. That's what I got. Oh, also Pooja's free kick sailing over the net is another happy foot of mine. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to pull a, a Jeff talk here, but the people in the chat need to like, just relax on Stipe. Like, dude, the gay, <laughs> guy came in as like a fresh legs guy in a game that was like super scattered. And he, he, he was just in there to finish off the game. He did his job. Like, give him, give him a break. I like, was not, relax. I was not <laughs> sure about those subs. And then we scored two goals after the subs. So it's like, yeah, I mean, I think I, you have to say a happy foot has to be Steve Trundle, right? Like every decision he made, and he made call. some big decisions, right? So he he brings in Maxime Cropo, and we talked about this. We're like, is this time to bring in Maxime Cropo? And it seemed, yes, the one of the perfect times to do it. But at the same time, you know, we had we were worried, and why wouldn't you be? I mean, it's the biggest, well, probably the biggest game of the year. He and hasn't he played in, nervy. He looked nervy out yeah. there. He hadn't played in 300 and some odd days. And it just goes to also just goes to show you he made a mistake, not quite as bad, but on that corner towards the end, almost as bad as John did, didn't mm-hmm. get punished. So it just goes to show you how fickle these things can be. But also having Kike start over Mario, definitely a right call. I agree with you guys. Kike would be one of my happy foots. Just honestly, he played well, but it was the fact that it was, I mean, the guy is clearly fast. He's got this like extra gear but it seemed like now he's so embedded in the system that it's second nature he's not thinking about things anymore you can tell he's just playing and that's really good to see because sometimes we get really talented players and you can tell their their brain is working like you can see the gears moving stuff like that but then yeah steve the subs worked out so i i, I really have to give steve trundle credit and to darren's point beyond that if you want to get like nerdy about it you have Buanga and Kike playing more defensively, and you're correct. They they really had them dropping back, and, and Mo Adu said it on the broadcast. It almost looked like a four four two, and it was an adjustment because I think not just the goal, which was when they weren't paying attention, but there was times when the Galaxy just had a little bit too much space going side to side in midfield. So you drop your wingers back in order to get a little more coverage, and that really stifled the Galaxy to the point where Ricky Pooch is on the ball, but he's on the ball with 
five guys in, ahead of him. You know what I mean? So like he can't really affect the game. I mean, he still found ways to get in there, but he was not as effective when they made that change. So that was, again, another Steve, like that's a Steve masterclass for anyone that wants to say like, oh, he might be tactically inept or things like that. Those are actual tactics. A lot of times when people say stuff about Steve, it's just like, no, that's the way the game goes or that's the way something happens. That was an actual change that you could say it, it was a glaring change in a tactic and it worked. How much did Steve uh, Venmo you to support him so much on this podcast? <laughs> Not, it's, it's never enough. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I, I, I will say something that like, you know, we've been very hard on the team and we just played a very good game. This is our, I think, 42nd game of the season. And when we won the MLS Cup, we had played 40 that game wow. or that season. So yeah. like, wow. it's worth saying again this has been a really difficult season for us. Obviously, League's Cup and the long Champions League run. This has been rough. But, you know, you remember Jim Curtin after we beat them in, in the Champions League saying we're the best MLS team in history. I am not going to say that because I also said this week, maybe we'll never win a game again. <laughs> so all I'll say is, I don't know anything about soccer. And I think that's worth everyone here knowing. If you listen to this podcast, yeah. I'm sure Vince you are the one to that. listen to. <laughs> you know, it's funny is be, whenever people talk to me and ask me like, Oh yeah, what are, what are Travis and Darren? Like, I'm like, guys, tactical geniuses. Like they're just characters. <laughs> yeah. They're amazing actors. We've been making all this up. It's this so the, hard to hide. This was it. the plan. This was part of the agreement. I was like, guys, I get it. You guys know a lot, but I'm going to need you to just be as stupid as possible because it's going to make me seem great. And you guys, I I have to, you know what? That's a happy foot for me. You guys have just done with flying colors. I mean, thank you. Honestly, to levels that I didn't even think were possible. You don't tell so dumb about soccer that you guys just, it's not even method acting. I don't even know what it is. It's just, it's a whole nother level. Well, I I did my research. I did a lot of studying. I did a lot of, I do a lot of prep work every week. I just figure out how to be as dumb (laughs) as possible. So. I appreciate that because I I don't feel like it's, you do the Me- you do of, Meisner right is that the yeah yeah I have a I have a private teacher come and you know right. rehearse with me and everything so this is I'm really just glad to see that the hard work is paying off there another happy foot I want to say and I, I I don't know if you could tell on the broadcast if he was hurt badly or not but Hollingshead's unbelievable goal <laughs> like Incredible. was so beautiful from from the stadium none of us thought that that was gonna hit the net not what you expect from Hollingshead this season but he's looked good since he's I fully think. back i'm gonna say it yeah he's got, four, he's got four goals now so he had six last year so he actually is kind of back to being that yeah. high high he's scoring what, we have six games left he could he can match it Sure. He's put he's strung a, a handful of games together now that are like so much better and different than that other string of games that where we kind of called out like he's looking. I don't well, know what you, it is, but something. Could you off. tell? Could you, you you could tell how much like more incisive and better the team was in possession with Hollingshead versus when he didn't play against Portland? Like right, like even you guys, as we've established, soccer idiots, you guys could tell that the team was, <laughs> was like, it's, it's just different. He, 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 he's a special player as a fullback and does things that not a lot of fullbacks can. That's yeah. Chiellini too, isn't it? Sure. Yeah. Chiell- well, Chiellini has a passing range that almost no center back does. And that's, but the flip side of that is unfortunately, if there's no Chiellini, there's no passing from our center backs. We've established that as well. Yeah. There was a moment where Aaron Long had the ball and I could see all of the members in the galaxy just back up. They were like, all right, give us give us your best pass, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, um, do we go there on this one? Do we do we have the Aaron Long conversation? Yeah, or should we just skip too, it? Talk's too scared to to call in. <laughs> Michael KB says we need to hear from an experienced goalkeeper, Travis. What was Crapo feeling after such a long recovery? As as we established last time, Andrew was on the pod. Andrew was yeah. my backup goalie. That's true. So oh. we were we trained together. We did a lot of work together, kicking the ball and stuff. And I will say, I you know I've been there, Max. I know what it's like to make those sort of nervy. <laughs> you know, you're not so sure of yourself. I think he'll be fine. And like, I'm happy to talk to him if he needs to hear from me. I am. I am happy to talk to him. Well, no, I. You so know, nice you, let's just let's talk about Max for a second. He did look shaky, right? Like there were moments he didn't get challenged that many times, and there were a couple of moments where I was like, oh, he's a little bit nervous for this match, especially coming off his line, which is how he shattered his leg into a million pieces. So I yeah. get it. Can you blame him? Yeah. But, <laughs> sure, you know, sure. you just got to hope that getting past this and not doing anything too dumb will help him get. I mean, what do you think? Do, does he start? We have two games this week. What happens? Does he yeah, keep he's starting? Sorry. Yeah, I think you just you just let it roll. I, I think I don't know if he. I mean, he two moments where he and it was in a crowded field. And normally, Max, that's what you love him for, right? He's like steady hands in crowds. That's the, kind of the level above with him compared to John. He was really good with his feet, though. That's where I would have thought he would have been most nervous. There was a time where I can't remember who it was, but somebody sent like a thirty-yard ball back to him, and he had to switch feet and then play it with his left foot. Like he was he was nails in that regard. So I, I mean nervous maybe he was but i I don't i just think you know he was just reading situations and he he was a little shaky he he whiffed he whiffed uh, yeah he whiffed on one and then i think he was a little bit out of position on the second goal yeah but uh, but how much did you know his feet like uh, we it gets overblown because obviously the number one thing you want your goalkeeper to do is save goals I, i don't care who says like oh he's so good with his feet yeah well he doesn't save goals who cares but he really didn't have much to do other than keep the game flowing with his feet and he he did that. I would say that was like an A plus for me, at least in that regard. Andrew, what do you think Max could learn from me? Oh, that's um, an interesting <laughs> question. I remember you slide tackling a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Do you think he could do that? Yeah, that's how he shattered his leg. I yeah. need to do more of that. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, Max, he didn't stop any shots, right? Because there were two shots on goals and two goals. So, so, that, so we'll somewhere he can improve then. Going. That could be better. Could only get better, yeah. <laughs> we do have another guest, uh, LAX Andy. Joining the show, safely away from the stadium dead zone, I think. We don't know. Far Welcome enough. The show. Far enough. I got section 213 up in the house. Let's hey. go. We were. Let's go. For, for, first of all, fuck Jeff Talk. Whoa. <laughs> fuck Whoa. Jeff Talk. Whoa. Wow. There's like, there's like, there's like a huge delay here. I'm like messed up. Look, the, the sound's weird. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to bounce in a second. Just had to say, this is the fun game i've had all season the energy at the stadium was amazing season is not over took care of the galaxy tonight love you guys all fuck jeff talk have a good night (laughs) all right thanks for joining the show as always we want everyone when they call to end the call with fuck jeff talk (laughs) a nice man who (laughs) plays a role on the show right Wait, can well, we can a, we after can we talk about the amount of people get... that keep saying like the season's not over? What did you guys do? Did you really convince people <laughs> that this, like the team is still in third place? Like the season was never gonna be over. This I, is an emotional podcast, I guess. Well, it's like I think that was Jeff's point of view in the last post game. Was it was give up. It was. Let's give up what, on I, the team. I think 
I think we said this when, when all of us were talking about something completely different, just to pull the curtain back. We have little meetings, the three of us. We do. We have like full-fledged meetings mm-hmm. where we plan and strategize. We're a, very, we're, we got, yeah, we're a business. We, it's us we and got, our investors. Yeah. We've yeah, got a lot we have going a, on. We have a yeah. board of advisors. And, yeah, yeah, we have a lot of we have people. To figure a lot out of cooks how to split, in the kitchen. We have to figure out how to split $5 three ways. It takes a long time. <laughs> All um, right. It's not even. <laughs> but one thing that I did say in reference to what Jeff said and what a lot of people are saying is like, when you tell me like, hey, we're not going to win MLS Cup, you're not a genius. Okay? Only one team wins MLS Cup. You're probably right, which is fine. I'll give you that. But come on. Like, it, let's let's stop with the doom, doom and gloom a little much. Yes, LAC has problems. Yes, they're not as good as last year, but you're. I, I don't understand the coping by being like, "Well, we suck. We're just it's over. We're done." Like, this is, like calm down a little bit. I I got I had to go on a little rant there because I just I mean, that's not. It was a rough three game. If we didn't win this game, I think there would have been despair. With even a tie sure. in this game, there would have been a real <laughs> Jeff talking in the comments saying, "I am a genius." I mean, again, Aaron Long is the cause of one of those goals. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff um, wants me to add him. Yes, what well, I did say was you, Jeff, but it's not just you. It's a lot of people literally saying the same thing. Like we're not, we're never going to win again. I think that's a Travis line. And then <laughs> even people just like you know, I go play soccer on Thursday night with some buddies, and they're just like, "So like we we suck, right?" I'm like, "What? No! Like it's still one of the most talented teams in the league." Okay, so here's where we are in the table, and it's a tight table. I just want to say. It's a tight table. The yeah, table's tight. tight table. It's a tight table. Uh, <laughs> it's a very tight table. Vince, have you noticed it's a tight table? It's my favorite thing in the world is tight table. <laughs> it's a tight table. The tight table. Listen, uh, you don't want to end up at a table. Andrew, it's a tight table. I think it's – I've been hearing from some people that it's a tight table. <laughs> it is. It's indeed a tight table. So as of tonight – we have a game in hand on St. Louis City, who we play on Wednesday. I think, Darren, we're doing a, a live stream with LAFC. We haven't yet confirmed with them. A live watch along for that. Vince, you know, for some reason, know. you're Our- not invited. I don't know why. The <laughs> couldn't imagine Our why. people are talking to their people. There's a lot of people involved, as usual, of course. We, I don't know. I don't know. The yeah, I think we just have to respond to their email, I'm realizing. <laughs> whoa, whoa. It, yeah, it, it might be one of those things where, like, I'm part of, like, a different – you guys are, like, DC. I'm the Marvel Universe right, or something. Yeah, yeah. And we're so, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. There's just a lot of weird stuff. You gotta get, you so, <laughs> as of – we have a game in hand on St. Louis City who's in first place. They have 49 points. We have 43. It is still, if we win the game against St. Louis, possible for us to come in first. I will say, behind us, it's a tight table. Seattle, with we have a game in hand on Seattle right behind us at 42. Vancouver, who leapfrogged us for a little bit today, is at 27 games. They have a game in hand on us and are only at, they're two points below us at 41. We're at 43, 41. So Vancouver, there's a real chance that they could leapfrog us if they do well if they do well for the rest of the season. And then Houston's at 40, Salt Lake's at 40, San Jose's at 40. So that's a lot of people within three points of us if we don't play well in September and we know we have a rough stretch of games coming up. Last game of the season is at Vancouver as well. As well. That's true. That's, that's true. true. Darren and I are at a wedding that night. That's true. That's also true. I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> that was That was everyone's favorite segment when we read from a phone numbers. <laughs> so we also Fuck we you. Another- <laughs> <Darren>. <laughs>
Uh, we have another guest, a, a few guests joining us. Oh no! It's it's Joey and Joey and Danny, Danny two nibs, which but I, we can't see anything. What's happening now is the only thing that could happen when they join forces and join at the same time, which is, there is a reveal, a, a black square. No, they're I, gone. <laughs> Oh, um, and and also we just lost another guest. I think Wi-Fi is down because At the stadium. Oh well, let's try to add them again. Here oh, we go. Joey. Okay, hey, we've got Joey. Get, can we get a hard line here? Joey, Joey and Danny, how fucking, you doing? Yeah, we got the fucking car play. Hard line is a good call right there. Four two, baby. Four to four goals. Four That's goals. right. We oh, doubled boy. their fucking score. My only sad Did foot you? is I didn't bring a brace with me to celebrate Denis Buanga. But, you know, boing, boing, motherfuckers. Let's go. Boing, boing. Boing, boing. Boing, boing. boing. Uh, I wish little buddy Fufu had gotten on the on the, t- on the tally. Danny, any yep. happy foot, sad foot? Sad foot, Denny Boonga got a brace, which is a performance <laughs> that deserves top of the golden boot race. Yeah. But he's currently tied. Tied. With Giacomaki. Oh, It'll heat up. Yeah. It'll heat up. Yeah. That Giacomaki's, though, quite a pace. Yeah, he's Delicious. been playing great. Great dessert. Oh, it's a person? My bad. We need to do yeah, another edition. We talk of, about uh, the character stuff. We're the funny ones. That was too. That was too dumb. Any uh, other happy foots or sad foots from our guests who are have no shirts on? Oh, Berea! I finally had my Berea taco, and they recognized me. Oh, like, oh wow. you wanted a taco, and my brother got the last taco from the Berea stand. So. <laughs> That's unbelievable. I really was missing them. Maybe that's my my biggest sad foot is that I I couldn't go to the game, so I really was missing them. My new best friend. Oh yeah, athlete, athlete's foot too is they do have the best beef oh, burrito. But oh, Danny has another happy foot. Right, right. Okay, my happy foot is this: snakes don't have ankles, and yet Raheem oh. Edwards got his ankles broken oh. by Danny Walker <laughs> and Christian Oliver multiple times. Oh yeah! Wow. All right, we're going to leave you on that mic drop. Thank you for joining us. Carly Ann, thanks for showing your nipples, as always, whenever we score four goals. Um, oh, wow. For those of you okay. who haven't watched before, anytime we score four goals, we get to see four nips, and that's what yep. we just got to see. That was it. We, we just posted the link to join us to everybody. I failed to type anything other than the URL, so that's what that is. If you see a random right. URL, come join us on the show. You can be on the show. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, Jeff Talk is doing the most heel thing I've ever seen him do. He just hid his camera. Jeff, I saw what you were doing. You're fucking driving, which you know you're not supposed to do when you call in. Uh-oh. Yeah, I know, but that's like, it's like one of those things where you're like, you know, you're not supposed to walk and chew gum at the same time, but everybody does it. You know what I mean? 
I'll just say, for the record, think- we don't approve. Please don't drive. If you call in, uh, do not be calling in while driving. Jeff, anything you know, here's, the thing, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I have these friends that have a place to podcast right after the show, but I never get the invite, so I have to do it on the fucking. I have to do it on driving, Travis. That's how I feel about that. Um, wow! Wow! Spectacular. Wait, wait you have friends? We're we're the friends. I, I think have, we're the friends. I have two guys I do a, a podcast with occasionally. Uh, oh, yeah, they're great. Philly Apparently, they think they're funny too. Anyway, listen. Are you just gonna bust my balls the whole time? I'm. I'm very. Listen. I'm distracted. I have other stuff going on. I don't have my full wit with me. You know what I mean? Um, okay. uh, give, give us your happy and sad foots. How are you feeling about being so wrong about this team season being over? I mean, guys, it's over. We just had a good game. Okay. Thank you for joining the you're show. Gone. Thank <laughs> you for joining <laughs> We love having Right you up on. top, Jeff. Jeff, wow. I'm going to give you one more chance. I'm going to give you one more chance. <laughs> I'm going to bring him back on. <laughs> bring him back on is so funny. <laughs> Jeff. One Jeff more chance been to take it out right. of time out. <laughs> All right. So uh, I'm going to pull over because this actually is incredibly dangerous. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize how bad this was until I started trying to do it. So you, yeah, you watch me. You see this right hand come down and put my car in park. So my, my happy foot, obviously, is that the Galaxy lost and we won, right? And, like, as much as I want to be a heel and a downer, like, it's great. Like, it's really enjoyable. I walked in there very nervous. And we beat the Galaxy, and I fucking hate the Galaxy. Probably, like, honestly, like, I have to work to love the LAFC more than I hate the Galaxy. And that's, like, a personal <laughs> issue that I have, right? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, but that's, uh, but that's on I, brand. But that's on brand. That's yeah. on brand. Also on brand. Yeah, yeah, that my I have a deep reservoir of rage within me that I can bring out at any time. And it's really healthy for all my interpersonal relationships, too. So my sad foot is that you guys keep saying Berea tacos, like honkies. It's Berea. You put out a, a whole video that had Berea tacos in it. Like, no, we're we're in Los Angeles. We are a Mexican American team. It's Berea tacos, gentlemen. Very easy, very simple. Thank you, thank you, Jeff. Why wow, you motherfucker? All right, thank you so much. <laughs> I, I couldn't hear what he said at the end. I didn't really catch it. He said, but- "Make sure you get some." Berea tacos. <laughs> I think so. That's how we've always pronounced it, Jeff. I think maybe you misheard. I, I, mean, that, I would have never guessed that my pronunciation of any Spanish word is correct. So <laughs> I can't believe it. That does not surprise me at all. Wow. What a call. An all timer. We have another caller on the line. Daniel's joining, joining us, us on the, on the show. show. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, we're getting some echo. Am I your volume down? What are we? 90s call in? Is this Love Line? Well, normally we've got three different levels of producers who oh, brief uh, callers when they call in before they get to the show. We have a, Again, we have a lot of cooks in the kitchen. We have a, we have a really big team behind us. But tonight, I, you know, some things kind of fell through the cracks. Don't course. you kind of miss the old, hey, can you turn your radio down? Can you, can you turn yeah. your radio down? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have that anymore. I watched a clip on TikTok of Fred Durst on Loveline, and it was very fun. Wow. Huh. He didn't say anything. <laughs> That's something. This is before Dr. Drew became an anti-vaxxer. Sure. So it's allowed to like like a clip yeah. nostalgically. Somehow Dr. Drew became the worst one of him and Adam Carolla. I would have never seen that come. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's true. That's I had, had never thought about that. I, I, guy that hates guy that as hates much as Dr. Drew does. You could tell. You could have seen yeah. it coming, Just right? Dr. Drew does. We're still getting echoed, Daniel. Are you able to switch your? Or let me see what they got here. Yeah, sorry, Dan. We can't have you. That was a bit much. Thanks for calling in, but we couldn't. We couldn't do that. Yeah, if we can get the tech worked out, try again. Travis, did Loveline come out before you were born, Jason? This is why you're my favorite fan. Wow. 
That's why you're my favorite Travis family. is 29 years old. I'm 29 years old. Which I'm, means I'm also 29 years old. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I guess I'm cusp, I like yes. to say. Yes. <laughs> you can tell from the deep circles under my eyes that I'm 29 years old. Well, um, I mean, to the point of, to get back to actually talking about the game, which I feel like we haven't done in a while. Yeah, like uh, to the, the point, last 15 minutes, I feel like. <laughs> to the point of where we're at in the season, I, I, I said this on the previous show, but I I think the thing that can forgive all of the ups and downs of the season is getting hot at the right time right at the end here. And this game could have catapulted us to that. Also, was all, like we've had a lot of issues with where the team was at with all the players coming in and feeling kind of weak, like challenging our own depth. Tonight, when we had subs, it was for the first time in a long time to me, it felt like we weren't trying to fix a problem. We were like showing off actual depth. And it felt like we had actual depth and we were seeing it. And I, I can't remember the last game where it felt that way. It was like, yeah, everyone's playing well. Here's some other guys. They're going to play well, too. Like, what do you what do you need us to do? We've got it. Everything's covered. It, it was nice to have an, another game where you looked at that player availability, availability report and it was empty. That's always a, yeah, a good all empty. Yeah. But yeah, it's like you said, like uh, we like, we have we debated on how long you're supposed to give these players in, until we're like going to say they're bust or whatever and you know with kike like we said he just looks that much more comfortable uh, i think mario's probably not stoked that he didn't start but hey he comes in he gets an assist he does a lot of defensive work there was moments where i think Buang was dude i'm just gassed please go and be that guy out in the wing and he did it so i think those are all pluses i agree with you darren this is one of those where like it's greater than the sum of the parts of a win because it's gonna it's really gonna have a, an after effect i i would hope i mean look we have a, a really tough week coming up with two very difficult away games but this is one of those where you have to say like that's our biggest rival while we were in the depths of one of our worst losing streaks and just looking our worst we actually closed out a game not just closed out a game it held them from getting in that third goal but we found our fourth goal like everything you would have wanted in that game you really got from from lafc so i, I really hope that they that buoys them and, and, and not just them as a team, but individually too. We, there was a lot of guys where Mario did a good thing. I think Tillman, we got to point out like Timmy needed that goal probably more yeah. than anything. So I really, really hope that he goes from there and plays that much better and, and it becomes himself again. Cause we haven't seen the same Timmy Tillman probably for three months. That's true. Remember how excited we all were when he first came onto the team and we were like, where's this guy been? He was yeah. amazing. And sure. then and I, it's been real up and down. And I love Timmy and he's a very good player. But then like when people say stuff like that, then you start to think, well, it is a guy that had bounced between Bundesliga one and Bundesliga two. It kind of makes sense with the type. So like, it's something that he's going to have to get past in his own career. So hopefully, hopefully this is another learning lesson and he goes on to be an incredible player for the next 10 years. So Vince, I have a question because you're the smart one. Bogus seemed to be playing well when he came out of the game. For Tillman, what do you think Tillman brings that Bogush didn't have that he want that that Dola wanted to bring in? I think it was solely fresh legs. I don't think it was any kind of like deficit on Bogush. Bogush did a lot of work, both defensively and offensively. And I think uh, Steve just thinks, "Hey, I can get some fresh legs." Who also is is a pretty silky guy on the ball. He can pass a little bit. He can dribble. He can do the things Bogush does. Maybe not as explosively as Bogush, but so you, there's not really a drop off in what their skill set is. But he's fresh. And I think in that moment, you just needed an injection of something different. And, and it was it was the right time to make that move. I, I was nervous about it. <laughs> no, sure. But, but that's always the risk. Who are the best yeah. looking guys in the field? 
Hold on quickly. I want to show you Holling's head in this press conference with a small child. I think it's a child he's related to, but maybe it's just a boy he found. It's possible it's just a boy he found. I, I you know, I, I've been though, been in those halls. There are little kids just wandering them all the time. It's it's one of the dark secrets of BMO Stadium. <laughs> aggregate that. All right, we're gonna try one more time with Daniel. <laughs> Daniel hey, folks. Hey, Daniel. Can you hear me now? Yes. Oh, okay. First of all, happy foot. Great win tonight. It was a fun game to watch. Second happy foot. Maxine Grapo is back. Thank God. I was there for the Cup final in the North End, and it was. Literal insanity when he really ran out and broke and shattered his leg into pieces. I, like, you know, that was an intense day. I still have my hat. It's still with the ash over my cap and all the smoke. But there, are, I do have a couple sad bits. I'm probably going to end up, like, you know, being kind of like a Jeff talk tonight. Uh, I'm going to be a little bit of a heel. First, uh, sad bit of the night. I did not like how we let the Galaxy back in the game. It was frustrating. What the fuck? Very LAFC of them. It's like, no, guys, when we score, we don't let them back in the game. And that yeah. happened twice tonight. Part of it is it felt like crap. They, when they when they came back yes. and right away, it felt like early traffic goes where we could do nothing to stop them. Yes. It's it's typical LA Galaxy. For some reason, when we when they play against us, it's it's like life and death to them. It's kind of like the Bosa Juniors and River Plate down in Argentina, but oh well. Second stat, but this is where I'm gonna take my heel turn. Despite this good win, it was a fun game, but I know, Jeff, I'm not a genius, but I don't think we're going to win MLS Cup. It's just, we played too many games this year. We're, we're tired. I can still feel that sometimes in games, and we've lost too many big games to count. I think it's going to be an Eastern Conference team this season. It's going to be a dark horse. I'm, look, I'm, I'm going to be the first man. I'm not familiar with a lot of MLS teams outside of LAFC, but I could see a team like Philly, being a dark horse, come back back to the final and win this season. But I don't know. It's just like this year, like my gut feeling is I think we're just going to fall short. We're just going to fall short. I think that's a fair way. LA, LA fans have a, have a desire to win every game at all time at all times. And I feel like Vince sometimes reacts to that of like, why are we, why are we acting so dramatically after a couple of losses? Most teams lose. And most, you're like, what is it? How many teams are in the league right now? 29? That means 28 teams are not going to win MLS Cup. I also, like, there's teams playing really great soccer. I think Nashville, secret, like, if Miami doesn't sneak into the playoffs, Nashville looks really good out east, and I would not put it past them to win MLS Cup this year. I don't know. It's going to be a tough campaign. We're right now second. And I do want to say a happy foot that we haven't said. The Galaxy have been fighting to make it into the playoffs. They are now five points out of the playoffs, and they don't have any games in hand. Oh, no, wait, they do. They do have a game in hand. But well, they, their next game is Minnesota. That's a huge game for them. They, they have to win that game. They have Minnesota at home. Minnesota's just hovering around that, that line. Like, if the Galaxy lose th- that game, they can probably pack it in. That's, like what, that's the team that Jeff Tuck thinks we are. Daniel, thank you for joining us, as always. I think that was... That was less heel, more levity. We love it. I mean, I'm not expecting. I mean, that was the. Can I it, can I ask a question though? Yeah, go ahead. Not to be a dick, 
But when you say like we've lost too many big games, so does this one not count as a big game? We're no, just not we want a big this game. One? Oh no, because the galaxy because the galaxy does that it. doesn't make me wrong about the games from earlier. I'm just saying, I'm just saying <laughs> this, this is a big this game. Big game people, we did. We, we fi- no, I should say it out loud. We way, finally, every, to me, every, it's finally. But we delivered in this very big game. I would never try to argue that this was not a big game. It doesn't. Like every count. MLS I'm team right. has lost big games this year. Uh, Inter Miami went to Atlanta without Wait, Messi. Without, Messi wasn't there. They were winning. They lost five. But that's, two. Like, that's, that's a big like game saying that we lost a big game in U.S. Open Cup. Like, Wait, but we we lost to Portland, and people were like, "We shouldn't be losing to Portland." There was no Denny Boong on our team, and then then when I say, "Hey, you take the best player off any team, how good are they going to be?" They're like, "Oh, but Vince, come on." I would say Bogush is the best player in LAFC, but we're not ready for that conversation. Uh, I would say you're not. absolutely wrong. How dare you? <laughs> we're not. We're not ready. We're not ready. He's for not that there yet. Don't, don't you put, let's just Travis, say, don't you put that on him? I'm ready. I'm ready to leave my wife for uh, Bogush as well. Those are the wow. <laughs> the list the floodgates are opening. <laughs> yeah. Any other happy foots or sad foots in the chat that we want to? Joey says that was the fiercest thing he's heard me say. I love <laughs> Bolanga. Some great stuff in the I, chat. Know, I'm just fa- I'm falling in love with Bogush. It's nice to fall in love. Michael <laughs> Gutierrez says Kellen nearly fighting Galaxy players after the game. Kellen, oh, yeah. did you not see that yeah, at the game? That was on. That was on broadcast. That was unclear because they they. They sort of made up in a way that was like I, I couldn't tell if maybe it wasn't serious from the beginning. Well, no, Fagundes wasn't like, the Fagundes was the trying to be the peacemaker. It was Aude. So what happened was, and this was actually just supreme shithousery. Bwanga gets there in the corner, and you know that like they're just gonna blow it, right? So Bwanga and, and Gonzalez are standing there, and Bwanga's like, "Look, they're not ten yards away from me. I don't have to do anything." And so the referee's like, okay, guys, you know the rules. You got to get 10 yards back. And finally they did. And then he walks up to it and he fakes the corner and he goes, ah, they're not 10 yards. And the, the assistant referee is like, are you fucking kidding me? Just put the ball in play because we're going to call the game. And when he did, Aude was like, why the fuck? Why would you do that? You knew the game was over. And Bong was like, dude, we won the game. Chat your shit. Like you, you lost. Like get out of here. He's like, I do whatever I want, bro. But it was, <laughs> it was pretty funny. And Kellen was just like, you don't talk to my man like that to Aude. And he was, he was heated, but. Fagundes stepped in. I think if you are going to pick a fight with somebody, one, make sure it's not Kellen Acosta. Two, yeah, that seems like a good rule. Probably don't do it where there's three thousand of our most diehard fans within about twenty feet of yeah. you. Maybe make sure you get in a fight in the middle of the field where they can't just <laughs> get get at you. Yeah, that seems like an extremely uh, sound and precise translation of exactly what occurred on the on the on the field. That was impressive, Vince. Yeah. Uh, we actually have a more color here. Zaya, hello. Can you guys hear me? Muted. Yeah, we can hear you. Hear, okay, what's up, guys? Thanks so, for calling in. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm a big fan of the podcast and stuff like that. So, uh, first time calling. Thank you so much. And it was a good win. You know, there was at times where we it could, the game got really ugly, and it was like, but that's like what's expected with this fixture. You know, for sure, it's like ugly goals and stuff like that, that come along with it. But when it really came down to it, you know, Bwanga looked like he was confident again after the Miami game, and you know, I'd say Kike Oliveira. He looked really good against Edwards. Edwards couldn't really hold his ground over there. And Edwards got booed like yeah. every time he touched the ball. It was great. <laughs> Any happy foots or sad foots you want you want to throw into the mix? I mean, you just that. said a couple. Yeah. So I mean, that's true. I guess happy foot would be Oliveira and Bwonga. Sad foot would be I would say probably Vela's involvement in the game. There was at times where he kind of like he dropped in the midfield and he was looking to pick up the ball, kind of like how Puig does, but. Was the times where we just kind of forced it out wide to uh, Palacios, and I mean it worked, but you want to see Vela get more involved, you know, so stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. More. That's yeah. a good yeah. point. We haven't touched on that at all, Vince. Do you think that that was was 
was Vela doing like good solid behind the scenes work and it was just kind of quiet or was he as much of a non-factor as it seemed? He tr- he definitely trailed off in the game. Like he started out the the little like false nine-ish things he was doing early on were were good. Obviously, he helps move the ball out wide to to Cheeky, which gets the goal from Buanga. That was good. And he had a couple of other times where he he stepped away from his defender and, and was able to be an outlet. But then the, later in the game, he start, it's almost like he was just rushed and hurried. Like, there's just bad passes. He made one pass late in the first half where he tried to send it across field. And, like, sometimes you can hit that pass. And, look, Vela can hit that pass. But it's like, don't just don't do that in this game. Like, you're just asking for trouble. And luckily, they were able to, to snuff it out for him. But, yeah, he was... He was hit or miss. He, I, I will 100% agree. He was definitely hit or miss in this game. Well, thanks so much for calling in, man. Please call in again. Yeah, thank you yeah. guys for having me. Thanks for bringing um, that up. Thanks for listening. On that. All right, thank you guys. Yeah. Um, all right, well, I feel like I feel like we got through it. Andrew, any happy foots or sad foots we're missing? I really liked learning about the pigeon. Travis was talking mm-hmm. about the pigeon. Did you guys see the pigeon on the stick? There was like a guy who was getting huge cheers for the – Holding up oh no! That was the and this is going back to the That's it was a, the RSL the game. Juarez, the it was the Juarez game, right? Where we won yes. seven to one. It was back onto the show so he can tell us how to pronounce Juarez. No, I think you got that one. Okay. No, but I, I really okay. want to make sure we we get it from him. The, it's fun because we can see him still. He's still there, but he's I refuse to bring him. Oh, he's giving us the bigger. Bigger. He was fully right too, and I'm glad that he did correct. He, us. he is fully right, but if we like, if we continue to go to him for our pronunciations of yeah, that's also uh, a problem. It's Spanish problematic and, me- and Mexican things. It it's like it's like going to Rick Bayless to get all your tacos. <laughs> He's gonna. We're gonna watch him get in a horrific crash while he's flipping. This is us terrible. Up. I um, hate being able to see this. So there was a guy on the screen. There were multiple people. They're passing around the pigeon on the stick. Got the yeah. big. Got. I would say as big of applause at the stadium as Huge. the child, the shirtless child, and the sombrero, who is now at the front of the thirty-two fifty-two. He's no longer in a seat. Right. He is now oh, in the wow. front row. Of the, yeah. Does he have an agent yet? Should we? Should we see? We should sign him. He's on, get the, him pod. on the show. Yeah. That was my happy I, foot. Sad foot, I don't know. The Galaxy goals both seem preventable. But uh, what are you going to do? But that was kind of my only sad foot. Well, yeah. let's, and I know that like people, multiple people brought up, it's frustrating that we let the Galaxy back in the game. The first place team in the West, St. Louis, was 2-0 up on them last weekend and also let them. Like, this is what the Galaxy do, does. Like, they play poorly, and then they just throw everything at you. And they do it more so even against us. So I, I would say I would take a bigger victory from the fact that like we faced adversity and we didn't shit the bed. That's I think a bigger point than the fact that they were able to come back because that, that this is just what they do. They're not a good team. They also looked, you know, I know we didn't win at the Rose Bowl. They looked like a better team than when we played them at the Rose Bowl. For sure. Uh, like like Sharp is great. Fergundes is great. Puj is like playing. You know, watching Puj was the best player on the field even though they lost like he is it's crazy. Like he plays so quick and he makes little moves. Like you have to give it to him that he's an unbelievable player and probably should be in the MVP race. If the team wasn't so bad and their beginning also, of the season wasn't so bad, but right. also fuck the guy. He sucks. Yeah. also, and I hope <laughs> he gets a bigger wedgie than last time. Oh, on the, on that subject, I've kept this comment on for far too long, but I'm proud of it. Spencer Porter says Ricky Pooch's shorts are too long. They look like basketball shorts. We need to talk about this. Thank you. And I fully agree with that. I hadn't been able to pinpoint it with that accuracy about what exactly it was that looked so off, and that's what it is. Soccer yeah. shorts have gotten too too long. I think we've you know, we've hit peak soccer shorts. I mean, and Ricky is also five foot nothing. So I was going to say they uh, don't have children's sizes. 
Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. I'm, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure the kit manager is like, "Well, I've got this youth large, Rick, Ricky." He's like, "I'm a man. I'm a grown boy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm five eight. Yeah. <laughs> what what do we call this part of the show? I'm five eleven. Like garbage time. I feel like where this is like. Know, looking, really, I'm, I'm pulling these comments here. now. Well, yeah. this is. I was going to lead with this, and we were having a good conversation. So Andrew Bauer points out that the curse is broken. Darren is no longer allowed to go to the game. He's Wait, the one whoa. that causes That's part of the comments. I don't know, Darren. Last game you were at was against Miami. It was pretty rough. And now I'm here alone. And wow. we want a pretty game. You were also yeah. at that game, as was everyone <laughs> in the entire universe. I, will say, I just However, said Darren I would didn't get alone. in the same seats as he normally does. Right. So maybe we're That's still true. you mm. still kind of mess that up. Travis, was, by allowing him seats. to be there and no. not sit in. His I was wandering. Place. I was just wandering aimlessly. Yeah. I had nowhere to go. Here's a man to, without a home. So, uh, uncentered. Pay for pay for your own seats. All right. If that, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> totally fair. That's I totally just fair. want to point out a great joke that Andrew just made, which is that I said I was here alone, and quietly under his breath, he goes, "Alone." Right. <laughs> I'm in the frame. Wow. That should be the title of the episode. <laughs> I'm in the frame. Oh, man. Yeah. Hard to dispute it. It's hard to I, see the danger is right there. It just goes to show you the the permanence that Travis has in his mind. If you yeah. if he can't see you, literally don't exist. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like we needed this win so bad. It felt great. I feel like we just looked like the better team from beginning to end. I feel great. We're in in the regular season this year against the Galaxy, two and one, which is good for us historically. By the end of the season, we normally have a draw. We normally don't get – we've gained now a game on them in the regular season standings. That U.S. Open Cup game will always have an asterisk by it. And I don't know, man. We're better than them this year. They look good. I think they might still pull it out and make it to the playoffs, but we were able to shut them down. And I feel like for all the shit that we give this team because it's frustrating when we go on these losing streaks and be inconsistent, we need to at least acknowledge – I don't think there was a player on the field tonight that didn't really, really want to win this game. And the team that showed up is the team we needed to show up. And I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. We're, we're, I not, fully topping, we're not topping that. That's, we got it. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's how we should end on this one. We got, but we got we, very we fully... nervous. Travis, that was like kind of scary for a second there. <laughs> also, fuck Jeff Talk. Uh, there we go. I don't. Hey, back hey back Jeff, back. anything you want to add? You're back on. <laughs> Oh, so fuck yourself. That's I <laughs> okay. Thank you, Jeff. Right. Thanks, Thanks for coming Jeff. on. Thanks as always. <laughs> it's true that we we shit on the team. We go hard into the darkness of uh, after a single loss. This game, as this podcast, I'm fine with that. Yeah, and so we should really, you know, let's relish this win when it comes to. It. This is great. I had fun and tonight. Anything else you guys want to add before we wrap this up? Please, if you want to help us keep making this, become a friend of the foot by going to patreoncom slash Happy foot, sad foot. If you're watching on YouTube right now, please thumbs up and subscribe. That helps a ton. And subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Anything you guys want to lead us, leave us off with. That's it. We'll see you pretty soon. We got two more matches coming up real quick. We love keep you. Watching, keep listening. I love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Love you. I'm bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 